The Triangle Fire remains one of the most significant factory tragedies in American history. Triangle Shirtwaist Company was the largest of its kind in New York City. It occupied the top three floors of a 10-floor building near Washington Square Park. Locate NYU, you're there. 500 people worked on those three floors, most of them young Italian and Jewish women, some of them as young as 16. Many of them were the sole supporters of their children. All of them were sewing this lightweight fabric into shirtwaists. A, a shirtwaist was a blouse. It was a shirt. And it was made popular by the artist Charles Dana Gibson, who created the Gibson Girls. And the Gibson Girls wore the shirtwaist. It also became sort of the symbol of the modern working woman. On March 25th, 1911, the textile workers at Triangle heard the bell signaling the end of the workday. They dragged themselves up from their workbench. It was quitting time. It was 4.45 on a Saturday night. They were just about to leave. What they didn't know was that there was a fire smoldering on the eighth floor under the cutting tables where the scraps had been shoved after the patterns were cut. There was a hole in the table. When they would cut the patterns, they would then shove the remains, they were called cutaways, under the tables. At first, a few workers smelled something, and then a red blaze appeared from under the table, consuming fabric, and fed upon the wood and the wood sewing tables. The telephone operator on the eighth floor, fearing that the fire would spread, calls the ninth floor. But the ninth floor operator is not at her desk. And so she doesn't answer. They can't get through to the ninth floor. They call the 10th floor. The 10th floor operator is there, warns everybody on the 10th floor. Everybody on the 10th floor except one gets to the roof. And NYU students help them through the windows to escape the building. But the ninth floor. The ninth floor had 260 young garment workers. They were getting their pay envelopes. It was Saturday night. They were thinking about the, about the next day, about that night, filled with visions about the evening ahead. And all of a sudden, they were surrounded by flames. The flames and the smoke came in through the windows. The door to one of the stairs was locked. Those who could find the other door had to run through fire to escape. Many did. The fire on the ninth floor, smoke filled the room, and also the shutters blocked their view of what was their only escape route, which was a fire escape. They had never had a fire drill. How awful it is to think about these women on the ninth floor where they had an escape route, they had a fire escape, and they didn't even know it was there. Fire escapes were not mandatory then in any building in New York City. One eyewitness reported as, these, as, as they looked up to see what the workers did in response to the fire. One eyewitness report, it was horrible, quote, they kept coming down from the burning floors above. Some of their clothing was burning as they fell. 
I could see the streaks of fire coming down like flaming rockets. So they had two alternatives. They could be devoured by the flames or they could jump. They, many jumped. I thought of 9-11 when I read this. I mean, you have to. 146 young textile workers died that night, an awful death, either consumed by flames, smoke inhalation, or jumping, trying to escape. So many people were jumping that the police on the streets were holding people back from escaping for fear they'd be hit by jumping people. After the Triangle Fire, unions, reformers, journalists, social workers were outraged by the tragic deaths of so many young workers. There was a national movement formed to regulate working conditions. They brought about major reforms. For the first time, there was a meaningful Federal Department of Labor. For the first time, there was a subsidy for factory inspections. For the first time, we started collecting statistics on occupational industries and death. There was the passage of the first child labor law, the first women's labor law, and New York State, for the first time, leads the nation in passing a Workmen's Compensation Act. Several states follow that model. It was remarkable, the accomplishments that come out of this tragedy. But recent tragedies in our time, in the coal mines of West Virginia, in the explosion and leak resulting from BP's oil rig in the Gulf, reveal that we need a major recommitment to provide a safe workplace. In 2008, more than 5,000 workers were killed on the job. That's 14 people a day, every day of the year, are killed on the job. I don't know if you read this in the paper the other day, but just recently, and I see head shaking, a man fell into a tortilla mixing machine in Brooklyn and was killed. To honor all of those people killed on the job, to honor the memory of the 146 victims of Triangle Shirtwaist, this 100th anniversary, we must continue to demand a safe workplace. Our Health in America calendar and website are important reminders about how far we have come and how far we still have to go to ensure a healthy lives for all of us. Thank you very much. <laughs>